Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but we'll showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Future Tech Podcast. My name is Chris Amser, and our guest today is Ben Wei with digits.io, where you can turn any debit or credit card in the world into a crypto card, including the one that's in your pocket. Hey, Ben, how are you today? Very good. Thank you, Chris. How's your day going? Fantastic. Thanks. And thanks again for joining us. Ben, give us your background. Yeah, a little bit of uh, background on me. Well, I uh, am a serial entrepreneur. I started uh, when I was uh, just seven years old coding, um, and that was because I was severely dyslexic, and uh, the local government gave me a laptop, and uh, I just got very good at computers at a very young age. I was very lucky um, to be able to start my first business at 15, which was just out of my bedroom in computers and grew the business and uh, was very lucky uh, to just get the timing right on the whole uh, dot-com phase back in uh, 1997. Uh, I created and launched uh, the world's first e-commerce search engine, which was a bit like Google Shopping, and I raised uh, $33 million for that when I was 17. I was, uh, during that time, named Young Entrepreneur of the Year, I ended up advising the White House on the rollout of UTMS technology and then uh, went on to uh, build what was Europe's first incubator. Uh, And over the last kind of 15 years, I've um, helped probably a couple hundred businesses 
um, go from, uh, from startup to product uh, uh, product market fit. Um, so I've done a, a huge amount of uh, uh, startup experience. We've had some great successes. I built the second largest solar EV, um, and I also bought and sold the uh, largest language learning network in the world called Friends Abroad uh, to Babel back in uh, 2005. So super passionate about uh, new ideas, um, new uh, technologies. Um, I'm a best-selling author in robotics and uh, have a passion for artificial intelligence and, of course, crypto, which is uh, what brings me here. Excellent. I'm, I'm curious, where do you think that passion started? I think that passion started from the fact that I was told I was very stupid and I fundamentally didn't believe that I was, and so I had to find other outlets for my creativity, and technology didn't tell me I was stupid. So uh, I kind of... Uh, I kind of uh, evolved with technology, as it were, and um, you know, technology was the first time. You know, using computer was the first time anybody could ever understand my work or my creativity. And um, you know, fortunately, it just happened to be the thing that uh, has changed the world. So you know, I was in at a ground level, and um, even though I was uh, uh, told I'd never read or write, I ended up uh, being invited into Mensa. So teachers aren't always right. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, it's it's amazing overcoming um, such diversity and being on the other side of that now. So you have a plethora of experience, just very wide ranging. What keeps you, I know you're interested in the technology, um, what keeps you looking ahead to the future? Um, I think for me, it's really wanting to be uh, looking at anything that really has impact on the future of humanity and and for me, we're going through some pretty big challenges in society right now and trying to understand um, how to use technology in a positive world, to, in a positive way to impact the world is really important to me. And, you know, that's what interests me about crypto is that it, it and the blockchain is that it, it, it creates a level playing field uh, in the transaction and financial world, whereas it's always been very few major players have had control. And so I just see it as a, another major step um, alongside artificial intelligence and robotics that's really going to have a, uh, a massive impact on, on the future of the world we live in. So what began your involvement in blockchain technology? Yeah, so I've actually been in blockchain one way or another since about 2010. And then I really got involved in 2011 when I helped um, on the Trade Hill, which was the original uh, or the largest uh, U.S. crypto exchange, uh, who's at, which was actually started by a very good friend of mine. And we worked on the Bitcoin.com deal together on that. And then um, uh, I've also uh, worked on one of the largest uh, mining operations uh, in San Francisco. So... About three years ago, we put together what was uh, pretty much the biggest mining operation uh, in existence in San Francisco. Wow. Well, very good. So that naturally led you Digits.io. How does Digits work? Yeah. So um, Digits is a very interesting product because the last three years, I have been involved in a payments company which does traditional payments. Uh, for platforms, so we process, you know, Visa, Mastercard, uh, Amex, etc., for traditional platforms. 
And that was a really interesting learning experience for me because the payment space is, is very traditional. It's still a bit of an old boys network, hasn't really been uh, revolutionized yet with technology. And so about a year ago, I realized it's a great opportunity um, to build a crypto-related payments processor. But the challenge there was that paying crypto is really, really, really hard. And so the first problem we had to solve was how do we make crypto payments easy? And the challenge we had was how do we make it as easy as paying by credit card? And I took that literally and came up with a solution that allowed us to take any 15 or 16-digit credit card number, which is effectively a unique identifier, and connect it to your crypto wallet or Coinbase, et cetera, and turn that into a crypto card without any major changes to the system. And the really important thing about what we've built is that even though on the front end it's paying crypto, on the back end we actually settle through the Visa and MasterCard network. And the reason why that's important is that it means that merchants don't have to change anything they're doing today. They don't have to sign any new agreements. They don't have to change any processes. So it makes it super easy to integrate crypto into the marketplace without these major changes um, on the merchant side or consumer side. And, and that's how that's, you know, what we set out to do, make it as easy as just going into Starbucks and swiping for $1.99 and, uh, and uh, without Starbucks or the consumer have to, having to do anything different. Oh, well, very cool. So with, with Visa and MasterCard, there are typically fees associated with the merchant. Um, are those fees still there, or how do we? How does that pertain to what you're doing with, um, yeah. with digits? Yeah, absolutely. So as far as the merchant's concerned, they don't even need to know that you're paying with crypto. So because we settle through the Visa and MasterCard uh, rails, as it's called, um, the merchant just accepts the payment as if it was a credit card payment. They pay the same fees. They get the same money in their bank account. They don't have, we don't even know uh, the merchant's bank account. It all gets settled through the, the, the merchant processing uh, rails, which is the beautiful thing about it because this is, you know, merchants are already doing this today. They're, you know, they don't have to change anything. And that one thing we've learned about the payments market, which is w one of the biggest challenges of the payments market, is people don't like change in payments. And so we really wanted to make it as compatible with the existing system as possible. And Visa and MasterCard, they take their fees and the merchant pays the fees. And from the platforms we've already signed up, they're absolutely happy with that. The key to the platforms is not paying the fees. They're used to that. That's already built into their, their model. It's, it's the fact that they don't want to have to completely rebuild the will to take crypto. They want to make it simple for their consumers. Now, you mentioned the platforms that are signed up. Um, can you share those with us at this time? Yeah, absolutely. We have a great platform uh, called TicketSocket, which process their white label uh, processor for you know hundreds of millions of dollars worth of uh, of uh, ticketing. And so for them, it's great because what this allows them to do is enable crypto across their, or thousands and thousands of merchants without having to uh, completely uh, go, go to each single merchant and say, do you want integration? And that's really the key. And we and I can't talk about the, the couple of other deals we're doing, but we've got one company that, that does uh, rewards. 
and they want to use digits to uh, effectively turn their reward points into actual currency. And we have another one that takes uh, very large payments for hundreds of thousands of, of customers every year. And they want to, those customers to be able to pay with crypto because they have the actual demand from their customers because they're large transactions. So, you know, we, you know we're already uh, very experienced in this market. We've already sold into this market. Um, you know, we, we've put together an amazing team that comes from Visa, Apple, um, PayPal. Our chairman is, was the first uh, CFO of, of PayPal. So we put together this amazing stellar team. Um, Laura Wagner, uh, she uh, was the first person ever to put um, credit card terminals into McDonald's 20 years ago, and and she laughed that uh, she's the uh, she's responsible for obesity on the West Coast. So you know we have right. we have uh, we we have you know extensive payments experience. We know we know the market what the market wants. We we've designed the system to be. Um, as uh, as simple as possible for merchants and partners and platforms and processes to sign up with, and uh, you know we really want to make crypto payments as as simple as credit card payments, and they should be. Crypto is a beautiful technology, but it suffers from some very simple problems, and we've we've done a pretty good job of solving those problems. We think now is this uh, does this support. What uh, currencies does this currently support, cryptocurrencies? So uh, initially, it will support uh, the major currencies for um, crypto. So everything from Bitcoin uh, to Litecoin, any of the major indices. And we'll be adding currencies on, you know, as we bring on new exchanges. So we'll be integrating in with various exchanges and we'll be bringing on uh, new currencies. And you know, one of the beautiful things about what we've designed is you can, you know, any currency that we support, you can actually select to pay with that um, uh, on the fly. So you can, if you, you don't have to download our app, but if you download our app, you can actually turn your credit card on and off in real time and for crypto and you can choose which currency you want to pay in. And one of the very exciting things that we're we're doing on the back end is the ability to um, be able to turn that uh, taxable event into from a short-term taxable event into a long-term taxable event. And that's some very clever technology we're building on the back end, which is called the Hedge Lending Network, which immediately turns every single transaction that goes through our system into a crypto-backed loan, which is completely uh, invisible from the consumer's point of view because they uh, they can everything is wrapped up into the transaction fee, but the beautiful thing is is that it because it is a loan instrument, it's a brand new instrument we've come up with. It takes it from a long term uh, tax taxable event to uh, sorry a short term taxable event into a long term taxable event, and it also has other major benefits such as the ability to be able to um, to uh, take that. Uh, payment and actually pay with fit in the future. But that sounds all very complicated. From a user's perspective, it's incredibly simple, but the the impact to consumer is, is incredibly valuable. It's, um, it's, uh, it, we really believe that on the back end, we've, we've built something very exciting for the consumer as well. 
Um, tell us about the technology behind the hedge lending network. Yeah, so we set out to solve two major problems in transactions in crypto, and one is volatility, and one is uh, the tr network transaction time. And these are important for two reasons. First of all, a merchant wants to get paid what they're expecting to be paid, so volatility is a bad thing. And uh, the second is they want to be paid the instant that transaction goes through on their network, just like they do with a credit card. So what we built was a two-way marketplace called the Hedge Lending Network. And that effectively allows the every single transaction that goes through digits, it turns it into a smart, a smart contract uh, loan. And the way it works is that it's two-sided marketplace. So we have uh, in institutions and peer-to-peer uh, -peer lending through the network. And these get matched up to transactions in real time. Sounds very complicated, but the technology we've built is incredibly sophisticated and it happens seamlessly. It's just like a marketplace in effect, a little bit, a little bit like GDAX. You know, it, it sees a transaction come in and it fulfills it on the other side. But the beautiful thing about this is, is that it, it really um, uh, allows, um, for the first time ever, a real-time trading lending network. So the beautiful thing about it is it, it is designed to... Um, continually lower the interest rate across the network. So we believe we can get to incredibly um, low interest rates, much lower than the actual uh, transaction costs across something like Coinbase. And so the way it works is that when the transaction comes through, the, the lender on the hedge lending network effectively takes the volatility and, um, and network time risk of the transaction. And for that, what they do is they get a small percentage of the transaction fee, a very small percentage, much lower than we, we've modeled it, and we expect it to be much lower than you know, paying with crypto conventionally. And um, so that's, that's the way the hedge lending network works. And it's, it is a sophisticated piece of uh, technology. And, and it sounds complex, but from a consumer's point of view, um, it is super simple and almost invisible to them. And then from an investor point of view, it's a really beautiful uh, financial instrument because it has incredibly limited downside and very significant upside. Um, and we, we now designed... is, is, the, is, the, is the hedge lending network specifically tied just to digits or is it going to service other um, platforms as well? Well, I have built this a little bit like Google builds products. So everything uh, is built as an independent product with a separate API that interacts with uh, the other products in the network. So I actually believe that long term, um, I would like to uh, build or have a developer community build on top of the hedge lending network because we believe it could be used for business lending, consumer lending. We see it as a very, very powerful tool. And if you took, if you look at digits as a as a whole as a as a product, on one side you've got the the 15 and 16 digit uh, credit card number, allowing you to you know make it as simple as paying by credit card or debit card on for anything. But on the on the back end, the hedge lending network is really the engine which allows us to to do some of the things we do on the front end, and it. You know, both are 
are fantastic independent products and actually can work independently, but com combined, they are phenomenal. Excellent. Where are you in your roadmap right now? Um, so we are in pre-ICO right now. Uh, we plan to uh, ICO in the next 45 days. And uh, we're, we're making uh, incredible pro progress on the technology. We've, we've already uh, built um, large components of, of, of what we, uh, what we are um, planning to launch. And, uh, you know, we're, we're all, guns, uh, all guns blazing. We're, we're moving ahead. And, and uh, I don't think I've ever worked so hard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, very good. And what's your outlook for digits and the hedge lending network in 2018? I think for me, the the, the most important uh, uh, the most important component for us is is really getting the community behind it and um, allowing uh, the de developer community, especially, um, to understand how powerful this can be uh, for the for for taking payments in crypto and. And we were, like, like I said, the goal of digits is, is just to make the whole, you know, to make, to make crypto as easy as it was designed or, or should have been, which is you should be able to pay for anything in crypto simply and easily. And, and that is our goal. And to get to that goal, we've had to create some pretty sophisticated systems in the back end. But the goal is to give the community finally the ability to, to really have a product that they can go, yeah, but what's crypto useful for? I can't, I can't pay for anything using it. Well, we're trying to solve that, that solve that problem, and, and we think we've come up with a really good solution to, to solve it. Excellent. I look forward to hearing more about that. Now, I'm interested, with, with your background you described at the beginning of the interview, um, you're just very, very future-minded. So I'm interested in what you're following now and what you're looking towards, um, even outside of digits. 2019 and beyond, what's some some amazing technology that you predict will change our lives? Specifically in crypto or outside of crypto? Crypto, anywhere you like. What are you excited <laughs> okay. about right now? That's a very that's a very wide ranging question. Well, I mean, I think I think what you're going to find fascinating in crypto over the next kind of 24 months is just the wide array of solutions that are are going to come out um you know touching almost every single industry out there um i think you know for me longer term i'm really interested in how artificial intelligence and the blockchain can can work hand in hand which is both going to create some some beautiful outcomes and some very scary outcomes um you know one of my passions is uh uh you know, robotics and and uh, that combined with artificial intelligence combined with, with the blockchain, you know, I do have concerns about the impact it's going to have on society when so many of our critical decisions are taken out of our hands. And while that will create great wealth for the, the, the holders of those technologies, it, we must not forget that these technologies have a material impact on the people around us and we we have to be responsible for that we have to be responsible in that fact so you know i i see some beautiful you know things happening in that regard but you know from my point of view i'm also equally concerned that that you know we have a responsibility as a community the crypto community the the technology community 
to really understand some of the impacts that our technologies are going to have on society because they will have major beneficial impacts, but they can also have negative impacts. And we have to be receptive to that and understand, you know, how we can how we can do better. But it, on the beautiful side of of those uh, those things to come, what do you see? What's the specific that you might be able to tell us about? On the uh, on the combining of uh, crypto and artificial intelligence. Wow, I mean, once you basically have um, AI deciding your 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 transactions on you know whether that be on one to one or as a corporation or as a, a whole, you're basically going to uh, have a, a kind of swarm mentality uh, to transactions, which may actually end up making investments uh, across networks uh, for you. So one of the things that I'm very interested in is when artificial intelligence and uh, and the blockchain combine to be able to actually make investment decisions and, and play the markets without any human interaction at all. And um, those market maker bots are going to be, I mean, they already exist to a certain degree, but they're, they could have a both a, a hugely positive or a hugely detrimental um, uh, effect on on the uh, on the market. Very good. Well, back to uh, digits. Any final thoughts that you want to tell us about digits before we go today? Yeah, I'd, you know, I, I would uh, welcome you to to go and take a look at what we're up to. Our white paper is on our uh, website, digits.io. And, uh, you know, register um, to become a beta user. Um, you know, we we will be launching our product uh, relatively soon and we would love uh, feedback. The community feedback is very important to us and um, we we really want to build something that, that everyone loves and can see long-term value in. Ben, it's been great hearing not only about Digit.io and yourself, but also about your, your uh, predictions for the future. And we look forward to hearing from you more about that. Fantastic. It's been a pleasure, Chris. Excellent. Ben Way with Digits.io, where you can turn any debit card or credit card in the world into a crypto card, including the one that's in your own pocket. Thank you all for joining us today here on the Future Tech Podcast. We will see you next time. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018. The Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. 
And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to BFTExpo.com. That's BlockchainFutureTechExpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.